Welcome back to the Hot Tibet's Daily Pick Show for NFL Week 8 here in the 2021 season. Almost halfway through, but this isn't technically the halfway point now that we got that 17 game. So um, continue rolling on. Honestly, this is one of my favorite cards of the entire season, even though the Cardinals aren't playing on Sunday. But um, should be some pretty good bets. So let's just jump right into it. I'm Now the first game I'm taking a look at on this week's card, the Eagles taking on the Lions. Two teams that I've been on in a lot of games this year. You know, the Eagles 2-5 and five on the year. Lions yet to win a game 0-7 oh on the season. But if we're looking at this Lions team, they are just such a competitive football team. Probably the most competitive football team I've ever seen at 0-7. Oh you know, go out last week against the Rams. And look like early they're going to stun them, you know, do something crazy, um, you know, with the, the onside kick, the fake punt. But... Um, do end up losing that game, but you know, Dan Campbell is a guy who's really just finding ways to keep him in games. Obviously, that record-breaking field goal against the Ravens is a, is a game they probably should have won, which they probably could have back, because you know, how many times are you going to have Justin Cucker uh, break the NFL record to win the game? But you know, the Lions, they're just tough to read, but it's not like the Eagles have played a whole lot better. Sure, they have two wins, but have they really improved from where they were last year? You know, they go and get rid of Wentz and Peterson in the off season. Um, but Jalen hurts while he, you know, has had moments and he had a great or not great, but a promising rookie year last year. He's had moments where he's, you know, looks like he can, he can do, do stuff for this team. He just continues to struggle. You know, he's a good mobile quarterback. He can scramble when he needs to. Um, and, he, and he leads the team in rushing coming into this game. And, you know, he's also passed for 1,716 yards on the year. So um, it's not like he's had a horrible season. You know, reuniting with former Alabama teammate Devonta Smith um, has definitely helped Smith 406 yards this season. And he's been an okay deep threat for Hurts this year. Obviously, Dallar Gobert um, at tight end has also, you know, been a go-to guy for him, 286 yards. They ship um, Hurts out of town. But, you know, offensively, the Eagles just got to score more points. You know, only putting up 22.71 points per game really has not been great for him this season. And, you know, this offensive line was one that couldn't avoid injury last season. And, you know, obviously Jason Kelsey going off in the last game. So it's it just doesn't feel right. This offense just is missing something at the moment and they just need something else. The Lions, on the other hand, you can't say they've been much better because they really haven't. Obviously, Jared Goff hasn't had himself a, a great season by any means, but still thrown for 1,773 yards in the season as well as eight touchdowns. TJ Hawkinson, you know, has been his go-to guy at receiver, you know, tied in leading the league um, or leading the team rather in receiving 359 yards on the season for him. Devonta Smith or um, yeah, Devonta Swift is also doing a pretty good job for this team you know strong running back but he's also you know second in receiving yards for this Lions team with 391 yards um well this offense has you know definitely been nowhere near perfect they've really you know seen improvements we've seen them have moments and we've seen them been able to to mesh together at times unfortunately not leading to a win and only leading to 18.29 points per game but when I really break this game down and really look at these two teams, there's not a a game that the Eagles need to win more, and there's not a more winnable game that the Lions could really have at the moment. You know, this Lions team on defense, they have a ton of holes that they need to fill. Um, but, you know, the secondary 
got a little bit of help um, after last season. And while they still have some holes to fill, no doubt, um, they're definitely a team that that has potential if they can really just get everyone on the same page and and, and really play better team football. You know, um, the Lions have, have kept games close and they've been able to cover spreads, which is why I love them at home in this one. And, and, and really, I think it'll be a pretty close game for them. You know, the Eagles defense is by no means what it once was. You know, they're not making a Super Bowl run anytime soon. And it's a defense that is allowed 26.43 points per game um, and while they've had good moments this just is not the spot for them honestly the Eagles might be a worse team than the Lions is as weird as that is to say I'm just I just keep going back to the fact that this Lions team might be the best 0-7 team I, I've really ever seen play football and when we're getting the hook on this one in that field goal at home with the Lions it's really hard for me to lay off so give me the Lions plus three and a half in this one for the next game on the card, the Jaguars travel up to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Jaguars 1-5 on the year. Seahawks are 2-5. And, and obviously, Trevor Lawrence and team go and find their first win um, over in London two weeks ago, getting you know Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence's first wins of their NFL careers. And, you know, Urban Meyer... <laughs> He's a hard guy to crack. I didn't love the hire when he when it happened, and it seems like it's really just been all but but issues. Is really just all you can really explain. It. You know, this Jaguars team is just issue after issue after issue that you really just seemingly deal with because you have Urban Meyer on your team. As far as the Seahawks team goes, you know, it was another team that I wasn't super high on going into the season, and that was even with Russell Wilson at quarterback. You know, go back and listen to the preview. I projected that the Seahawks were probably going to end up with a top five, potential top ten at least, draft pick, even with Russell Wilson still in. Granted, a little bit of Cardinals bias in there, but, you know, I. but it's proven to be right. You know, sure, Geno Smith is now their starting cornerback, and while he's not a good quarterback by any means, he's serviceable, I guess would be the best way to say it. You know, he's been not good just not good <laughs> that's probably the best way to say that you know um dk metcalf and tyler lockett though have been a pretty good wide receiver duo this season both over 400 yards i think dk's even over 500 at this point and um really where the seahawks team has, has struggled a little bit now it is just those injuries he's obviously russell wilson out chris carson all also out has, has really hurt this team and it's an offense that's only putting up 21.43 points per game which you know from the seahawks standpoint is not going to be enough to win especially in such a competitive nfc west but you know they're not playing that this week they're playing the jaguars this week who are led by you know rookie trevor lawrence who's passed for 1465 yards which isn't great but for a rookie it's not horrible james robinson has also had a decent year on the ground with 460 yards rushing the ball um really though the offensive line does have some question marks which i think has really hurt this team it's, it's been hard to protect lawrence it's been hard to get a good run game established um and, and it's why they're struggling to score points only putting up 19.33 points per game but looking in these two teams a little bit deeper um the jaguars are a really interesting team to me especially on the defensive side of the ball well they're, they're by no means that defense that that saxonville defense we had in 2016 when they went to the afc title game um they've got plenty of young talent especially up front that can really you know if they can get on the same page and, and, and get something going they can make a lot of noise in the nfl and it's been an interesting defense this whole season and they got some question marks no doubt but they've had good moments um 
Um, they were finally able to put together a, a full, we'll say decent game against the Dolphins in London. Obviously, still some, some areas that need to be cleaned up a little bit, but they've looked better cohesively as a team. And for the Seahawks, you know, it's not the Legion of Boom either. You know, these are two defenses that a few years ago were going off the charts, but, you know, Bobby Wagner is basically carrying that linebacker group at this point. You know, 79 tackles on the year for him. And while his defense has held teams to 23.14 points per game, it still hasn't led to wins or anything for the Seahawks, which is really what it all comes down to. And they just need to do a better job against the rush. They've allowed 134 yards on the ground this season, and they're allowing 5.75 yards per play. So if they can get those two numbers down, I think the Seahawks can be a much better team. Unfortunately for the Seahawks team, I don't think that's going to happen. And I think this Jaguars team is finally starting to find their footing. And, and with just all these Seahawks injuries, it makes it a really hard team to bet on. Not to mention, you're getting that hook in this game. Three and a half with the Jaguars is a line that I absolutely love, especially against a Geno Smith-led team. I think the Jaguars keep it close. Give me them plus three and a half in this game. And for the final game of the day, Sunday Night Football, we got the Cowboys taking on the Vikings. Cowboys entered this game 5-1 and one on the year. Vikings are 3-3. Three and three. And for this Cowboys team, you know, lose that week one game to the Buccaneers on opening night. But they have been a very competitive team since then. And let's be honest, they were pretty competitive even in that game. You know, <laughs> held their own, um, at least for a time, against that Buccaneers team. And in the last five games, they've just looked like a very, very good team. Sure, you know, having to take it to overtime against the Patriots. And they've had a couple of close calls, but any team's going to have that you know teams are just gonna blow everyone out week in and week out and Dak Prescott has been a stud after returning from injuries passed for 1813 yards 16 touchdowns um, on the year and while this offensive line was one I wasn't super impressed with going into the year they've they found ways to to keep guys healthy you know um, not a whole lot of devastating injuries or anything like that for the Cowboys um, at least of note and CD Lamb has also had some some pretty good years here in his second year. Um, you know, his, his rookie year was a, a fun one to watch and 497 yards already this year. Only going to improve from there as well as Amari Cooper is still a very productive wide receiver in that room coming off of his ankle injury. And not certainly not least on this um, offensive side of the ball, Ezekiel Elliott has really started to find his footing rushing the ball again, 521 yards on the year for him. So really all of that just contributes to how well this offense has been playing and offense has putting up 34.17 points per game and it's hard to ignore that at this point you know i i didn't love the cowboys team for a long time and every time i bet on the cowboys it, it seems to go the wrong way but um here we are again and, and they feel like a pretty good team as far as this vikings team goes sure they're three and three but they're another team that's a few plays away from from having a winning record i mean obviously the the most obvious game against the cardinals they make a field goal and they're four and two right now so um you know it's, it's a team that could could easily have a, a similar record to what this cowboys team has but they got to clean up those mistakes just making too many of them you know Kirk cousins has been decent this year 1769 yards for him and justin jefferson has obviously been one of the better wide receivers in the league with 542 yards three touchdowns adam thielen's also been a pretty good threat got five touchdowns himself so you know he's got guys to throw to no doubt um but they gotta open up the offense a little bit better you know they're just not putting up a ton of points only 24.5 points per game and sure a lot of that's gonna come with dalvin cook hopefully being a hundred percent again um and when he is he's one of the best running back in the league but it's not like alexander madison 
is a horrible running back when when cook's not there it's just it's just obviously not going to be quite nearly um the same output and, and offensively i think this Vikings team is going to have a little bit of struggles against the cowboys defense that um again like i've said for a couple teams on this preview isn't what it once was you know they've had some some major linebacker issues last season but michael parsons comes in hopes to try to alleviate some of those and it's a defense that's played pretty well this season they've held teams to 24.33 points per game um they are allowing 6.34 yards per play which again isn't great but when you're winning games does it really matter <laughs> and, and for this viking defense on the other side you know they've definitely been strong this season you know the line d line um is one of the strongest in the nfl no doubt but the lackluster secondary um really puzzles me at times you, you honestly see guys getting burnt just wide open areas of the field um in in these viking games and i think dak prescott and cd lamb amari cooper are really just going to pick all of those apart and really score with ease against a viking secondary that's let's be honest just is not that great right now and it's a vikings team that just in general um is gonna have some issues in this game um if they didn't clean it up during that bye week but with all that said i really love the cowboys minus one and a half in this game i think it's a pretty easy cover for them honestly i'm i was kind of shocked it was that low i was you know at least three which is around where it opened at but um I'm surprised it got this low and that so much money came in on the Vikings. But um, either way, give me the Cowboys minus one and a half in this game. And that is it for this week's NFL show. If you want to see picks for all the games happening this week, as well as college football, head over to hotdebest.com. Check out all of that up there. It's got MLB, NHL, NBA, all of that going on right now. If you're not yet following me at Hotdebest, Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content, as well as on the Best Stamp app, where you can get early access to all of the picks right before I record each episode. Also, follow the Hot Tip Bets main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date on all of the computer model action over there. As well as if you're watching here on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on for this week's NFL card. And thanks for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.